0: Morning Liberty. Well, what is going on, all of our Liberty Loving friends? This is another fantastic episode of Good Morning Liberty. I'm one of the hosts here, Charles Chuck Thompson. With me as always, Nathaniel Paul Thurston, here to bring you some life liberty, pursuit of meaning, and dumb bleep of the mother trucking week.
1: It is dumb bleep of the week. It's everyone's favorite episode where we finally get to talk about all the dumb things that have happened this week. <laughs> finally. And uh, this, is, this has been an especially
0: dumb week. It has. I think war wins. War's dumb.
1: Yeah, we don't even have to count through anything. Mm. That's what it is. Russia wins dumb bleep of the week.
0: What is it good for? Uh,
1: not, absolutely not a thing. Say it again. Uh, so anyway, you can go to goodmorningliberty.locals.com, support the show for as little as five bucks a month, and hang out live in this group with us so you can vote on what you think the dumbest bleep of the week was or is coming up here in a minute so you can you can decide and all those winners of course get poured into the dumb bleep of the year which i've already stopped keeping track of but that's a problem for future Nate to take care of that's okay
0: you had started keeping I track did. of them
1: yeah i did yeah i fell well, off the wagon though
0: we have a basically the super bowl of dumb bleep mm-hmm. they compete each week against each other at the end of the year in a playoff style format the live group gets to vote on it, and we find out what the dumbest thing said all year was.
1: And then we send that person the trophy, and they get to win. That's good for them. That The dumb person? Yeah. Yeah, they get a trophy for being the dumbest person of the year. What
0: what trophy is that?
1: Uh, it's a. I don't know. It's in like a toilet seat? It's dumb. We don't have to worry about it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Before we get into Dumb bleep, I was just going to highlight something good. Well, it's not good, okay? I'm sure a lot of people have already seen this video, but... Man, doesn't this just get you going? I'm ready to defend my homeland. I'll tell you what, because these videos just get me amped up, dude. Mm. I am ready for an invasion. Let's do it. <laughs> no, but I saw trending on Twitter. So uh, first off, Russian, uh, what was it? The uh, This Russian ship basically was telling these people on an island called Snake Island uh, that they needed to go ahead and give up, go ahead and surrender, or they were going to be killed. And they said, go F yourself. And that was recorded I will translate it for you, but I just thought we'd sign up with something or start up with just something that's not dumb. Hopefully, this is what I would do in this situation. Well, probably not. I'd probably be wearing a Russian hat by now,
0: tuck tail but, and run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we'll, I'm uh, with you guys. What?
1: I'll play. Uh, I'll yeah, play this, this your, video real yeah, quick. This is your island. Let me just get this going, and we'll have to translate. But yeah, they were
0: they were killed.
1: The Russian warship. I repeat. Suggest you surrender your weapons and capitulate, otherwise I will open fire. Do you copy? Earmuffs, by the way. This is it. Should I tell him to go fuck himself? Just in case. Russian warship, go fuck yourself. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I said earmuffs in the middle of the thing, okay, so you can't get mad about it. Yeah, mom. Everyone (laughs) happened that would just have to read that on the day that your mom was watching, you know, Mm -hmm. dang it. But that's what they said. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to censor their words or anything. Mm -hmm. I just, you know, when I watch that, I know it's not quite as fun when you have to have it translated for you, but uh, you just really hope that you would be the same way in that situation. Yeah. I don't, would you?
0: By the, uh, I hope so. I mean, I guess you don't know until you're in the trenches or you're on the island yeah but uh yeah i feel like if i was needing to defend my land that i would go out swinging yeah but um yeah i don't really know
1: and he knew you know he knew when he said it before he said go f yourself he said that this is it this is it then this is it he said should i uh should i tell him to go f himself and the girl in the background said just in case (laughs) so he said go f yourself i just think that that's awesome okay it's not awesome that they all died that's By the way, bad. I,
0: did you see the video I sent you last night?
1: I did. The yeah. Prenec-
0: the correct pronunciation of we're we're saying it basically the same of Kiev. Yeah. Kiev actually, that pronunciation is Russian.
1: Yeah.
0: And this is coming from a Ukrainian. So, so we're
1: saying it like Russians do.
0: It's more like uh, I think it's it's like Q-U-E-V. Q U E like E V, kind of Q. <laughs> yeah. Like so Q almost. Kiev. But they say yeah. Anyway, it's interesting. Super important. Yeah, I thought it was. <laughs> same as laying down your life for your country. It's
1: right on par with Making that. Making sure
0: you're not pronouncing it the same as the dirty Russians.
1: All right, Charlie, go with number one real quick. This this was before the invasion, but it had to make dumb bleep because the, the past is going to be erased. You mark my words, this will be the blame.
0: Or oh, all these on the slides. So It's not, yes. not John Kerry. No, 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 that's
1: later. Okay. That's the only article we have to gotcha. go from, so okay. it's in there.
0: All right, dumb bleep numero uno for Costco here, number one, <laughs> <laughs> C- from CBS News. The U.S. economy has been hit with increased gas prices, inflation, and supply chain issues due, due to the Ukraine crisis. Now, who would have guessed, mm. folks, that due to the Ukraine crisis that we would have all of these inflated things, and it didn't happen. Mm-mm. Didn't happen until two nights ago oh, when mm-hmm. Ukraine decided to invade all of a sudden, I did pay 3.50 for gas this morning in
1: a truck. That wow. sucks.
0: Yeah, luckily I was on like a quarter of a tank <laughs> I decided to fill up, so it was still like the same price as if I was on empty. But yeah, it was it was not fun. But this all it all happened started 2 nights ago and that's where all this inflation and um increased prices and supply chain issues are coming from
1: i'm telling you a year or two from now when they talk about the inflation it will be due to the russia ukraine thing Mm. that's that's just how it's going to go that's the way the media works that's the way the government works there's something they can blame it on now and it's not like we weren't already experiencing historic inflation it's all going to be inflation due to the russia ukraine crisis Mm. that's what it's going to be okay that's simply number one that goes to cbs news for inflation. Don't believe number two. I have another video to play here. So number two, Biden now saying that sanctions weren't meant to prevent invasion. They're just, Hey, they didn't work. So therefore it wasn't what I said it was going to be for. So Washington post posted here for weeks, the Biden administration said that the threat of sanctions on Russia were meant to deter a possible attack on Ukraine. On Thursday, president Biden said the sanctions were not meant to prevent an attack. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> from the Washington Post. That's interesting. That's like a White Pill Wednesday moment right a, there. This is a complete fact check.
1: Yeah. So let me, uh, let me play this real quick. Actually, I'll put this on the, the big screen and we'll hear from old Biden real quick. No one expected the sanctions to prevent anything from happening. It has to. It's going to take time. The president believes that sanctions are intended to deter, and in order for them to work to deter, they have to be set up in a way where if Putin moves, then the costs are imposed. But if you believe Putin has made up his mind, what leverage do you really have? Why not put those sanctions in place now?
0: The purpose of the sanctions has always been and continues to be deterrence. The deterrence effect of these sanctions is still a meaningful one, especially because, remember also, we still. Sincerely hope that there is a diplomatic path out of this moment. The purpose of the sanctions in the first instance is to try to deter Russia from going to war. As soon as you trigger them, that deterrent is gone. And until um, uh, the last minute, uh, as long as we can try to bring uh, a deterrent effect to this, uh, we're going to try to do that.
1: Our hope is that uh, Putin will decide to de-escalate, that he will
0: feel uh, the threat of the uh, sanctions, what the impact will be on the Russian economy, uh, on the Russian people, on the people who surround him. Uh, They are meant to have a deterrent impact, that he will feel the weight of being a pariah in the global community. The way we look at this, broadly speaking, and Dilip touched on this a little bit, is that we do see them as having a deterrent impact, right? It doesn't mean they're 100% foolproof. Okay. So see how they see how they save themselves? Mm-hmm. The intent of these sanctions, the purpose of these sanctions, the hope for these sanctions, what they're meant to do, but it might not be 100%.
1: Yeah, but then Biden said and that they Biden were said, never meant to
0: deter. Well, he said no one expected oh, them. Oh, yeah, yeah. No one expected them to actually work. We were just extremely hopeful. Mm-hmm. So you could go on this whole run and be like, okay, how do we say this and get away with it? Well, you can say, well... We hope they're going to work, but nothing's 100% sure. And then you can say, yeah, we didn't expect them to work. We're just telling you guys that.
1: Essentially, what they're doing is they didn't work. And so now they have to say, oh, we never, those weren't actually meant to prevent them. This is meant for a long-term thing that hurt them over yeah, time. Yeah. Even though we just said, I mean, they realize people have cameras and microphones around them, right?
0: Like what that's I, a thing. What I really think the sanctions are for is I, <laughs> I think we're going to war. Joe Pizzle said it's just a breakthrough aggression.
1: <laughs> it's not very common. Yeah. You think we're going to war?
0: Possibly. I mean, mm. if, when you take a look at what you know, people are saying that uh, Putin's 20-year plan is, like experts greater than I, because I, I'm not a foreign policy expert. But people say you can go back and look at Putin's 20-year plan, and uh, and he basically is not going to stop at Ukraine. You know
1: what Biden's 20-year so, plan is? Death. <laughs> Don't die. <laughs> that's the plan yeah. right there. Um, we I did see something go across earlier that they had activated the NATO Defense Force and uh, that that was going to include 8,000 U.S. troops. Uh, but they're not going into Ukraine. Being very clear about that. It's so very scary
0: for that's, Russia. That's something he said he made it very clear that they weren't going to send troops into Ukraine. No, mm-hmm. he said that in the press conference yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Even. He's like we're not sending trips, troops troops into Ukraine, just the surrounding area. But that's so that when when or if Putin does move outside of Ukraine or they accidentally do, then we have an excuse to go to war.
1: I'm just wondering, do you think that having someone, you know, I obviously don't want us to be involved in any war. Do you think having someone that would have said, "Yeah, if you do this," We're going to go to war. We're going to go there and, and uh, defend them. Uh, like Biden a few weeks ago, however long ago it was, he said that essentially it depended on how much of an invasion it was. You know, it was it just a minor incursion, whatever, and that they were just going to do sanctions on it. Uh, not really giving just the green light to to Putin to do this, like what all of the right-wing media said, but essentially telling them what the consequences were going to be, that we weren't going to do anything. You think if someone else up there were, uh, let's say you had like an unhinged president that just said crazier stuff all the time, <laughs> and they were like, yeah, if he goes in there, we're going to roll in there with tanks and kill all of them, you know? Do you yeah. think it makes them think twice about it or no? I'm just wondering as far as a strategy goes Yeah. for the commander chief I think the
0: hope would be that it would deter. Yeah. The but Then if it doesn't,
1: <laughs> you just say it was never meant to yeah, deter. I was, them. Never, I was just yeah. saying yeah.
0: things. I mean, gotcha. <laughs> Yeah. I I'm, I'm not going to do crazy.
1: it. The problem is there is if they call your bluff, if it is a bluff, then you look real bad. Yeah. Real bad after that, ma'am. You do. Okay, that was number two. You chips. Uh, Number two was uh, Biden saying that the sanctions weren't meant to do anything. Just do this part right here from President Barack Obama.
0: So uh, Barack Hussein Obama. This just the statement.
1: Yeah, we don't have to read the the actual thing. This is like a summary.
0: So... Uh, he made a statement on February 24th, which is last night. He said last night, Russia launched a brazen attack on the people of Ukraine in violation of international law and basic principles of human decency. Russia did so did so not because Ukraine poised a threat to Russia, but because the people of Ukraine chose a path of sovereignty, self-determination and democracy for exercising rights that should be available to all people and nations. Ukrainians now face a brutal onslaught that is killing innocents and displacing untold numbers of men, women, and children. There we go. Now
1: <laughs> Did Obama ever do that? Oh, no, man. Oh, that's no, right. That he had
0: happen. a He had a not one blemish. Not one
1: single blemish
0: on his presidency record for That was
1: in years. last week's don't believe I think. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Not one <laughs> Listen, it's not a, I'm not trying to, we're not trying to do like a whataboutism thing or anything. What he said was correct. Can you ever listen to anything that he has to say about people violating international law, basic principles of human decency, you know, invading the nation, any stuff like that? I don't think so. Do they know that when they say it, you think? Mm -mm. They don't know it?
0: No, I don't think so. Okay. Well, I think we're trying to let them know. I think you could easily sleep at night as Obama posting something like this. No,
1: because amazingly he never had one single blemish.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So as long as people keep saying that about you and you can read those things,
1: not like Syria or Yemen or Mm -mm. continuation of stuff in Afghanistan and Iraq, nothing like that.
0: Nothing like that. Okay. I mean, dropping Libya, dropping more bombs than your, your predecessor. Yeah. Probably means nothing.
1: When I think about who would I like to have show their moral virtue signal about not invading nations and killing innocent people, top of my list are former U.S. presidents, for sure. Obama, definitely right there at the top, because he didn't have a single blemish. (laughs) Okay, that's number three, Barack Obama. Number four... This is just a real quick one, a real quick and easy one. This just annoys me, but this is PR. This is just normal PR 101 right here. It's Friday, so we got some news. I just put a couple things on here. You know, there's a chance of World War III, all that stuff going on. Massive, massive problems around the entire world. It's Friday. We're about to go into a weekend. And magically, now it's a crazy coincidence when these things happen. Crazy coincidence. You would have never thought it. You would have never thought it would happen. Magically, Biden has announced a nominee for the Supreme Court. We'll talk more about that next week. We're not going to go into the nominee. And the CDC is significantly easing its pandemic mask guidelines, essentially shifting most of the country into a uh, guidance of not having to wear masks in indoor spaces. And they also said that... The pandemic's
0: um, ending, folks.
1: They said that instead of worrying so much about... because. The virus, because it's so much less severe, they're switching from worrying about individual infections to worrying about hospitalizations and death. And that's the thing that they're switching to. My main just annoyance point right here is they're so blatantly obvious with this stuff. It's Friday. There's massive news going on. Everyone is talking about one specific thing. And then you sneak in your Supreme Court nominee and the CDC releasing new mask guidance all at the same time heading into the weekend where we had no idea what's going to happen. And none of the airtime on any of the news channels is going to have any time to talk about it. It's all going to be other stuff. Cause that's what everyone wants to hear about. Mm-hmm. So that's that tip. Like what, uh, what old big gush just said, that's a Friday news dump. We're used to it. I just get super annoyed by it. Always look at the news on Fridays. That's when the most important news comes out.
0: While so, you're being blasted about Russia and Ukraine. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, that's a, uh, that's number four. It just goes to the government's PR.
0: Friday PR campaign. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what's number five here? All right, number five. Old John Kerry. This is a
1: real thing. I checked on this.
0: Yeah. John Kerry urges Putin to not let Ukraine invasion distract from combating climate change. <laughs> so while you're out there murdering children and William, uh, well, William, women. William
1: and while children. While you're out
0: there murdering women and women and children. Uh, then uh, make sure you still, at the top of your list, you're combating climate change at the same time. Don't forget, you're fighting multiple battles, Putin. Yeah. This is not just a war on Ukraine. (laughs) There's still a war on climate change. Yeah. The human population globally is (laughs) fighting. So this is very important, folks.
1: There is an article associated with this one because I thought a little bit of context was good for it because it sounds so made up,
0: but... This is from the Washington Times. The White House's international climate envoy, John Kerry, warned Russia to not lose sight of the bigger need to combat climate change as it targets Ukraine. Now, what do you think all those planes and ships and uh, bombs are made of? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Mr. Kerry, a former secretary of state, told BBC News earlier this week that it was important for Russian President Vladimir Putin and other global leaders to remain committed to lowering greenhouse gas emissions. I hope diplomacy will win, Kerry said, but equally important, equally importantly, you're going to lose people's focus. You're going to lose certainly big country attention.
1: Equally important.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, I actually said equally importantly.
1: Equally importantly.
0: I think hopefully President Putin would realize that in the northern part of his country, they used to live on 66% of frozen land. Now it's thawing and his infrastructure is at risk and the people of Russia are at risk. I hope President Putin will help us to stay on track with respect to what we need to do for the climate. And I'm sure that that's what Russia's focused on.
1: I w- I would not be the least bit surprised if someone else in the administration said, "Putin, don't forget to vaccinate your troops. Do not forget about this mm-hmm. either. You got climate change, and you're spreading COVID around Ukraine like crazy.
0: We're at war with a virus. We're yeah. at war with the climate. We have a war on poverty." And war on drugs and Ukraine's the, you know, the last one on the list there. Yeah. So make sure your priorities are aligned, Mr. Putin.
1: I tell you what, though, the climate change people have to be elated right now with the prices likely staying higher and higher on everything, you know, because of inflation due to the Ukraine crisis, um, which that does have a lot to do with it, obviously. But that's obviously going to make clean energy more affordable. They don't even have to reduce the prices. It's becoming more affordable pretty quickly.
0: Let me tell you something interesting about all this. I want to throw a little wrench in this dumb bleep for you. Okay. Just to, just to make you think. I saw this. I, I don't thought,
1: want to think today.
0: I want, I want you to think about this. I saw this and I found it. I found it like 5D chess. Okay. Before all this started, in the last couple years, Russia has been increasing its gold reserves russia Mm -hmm. now has all-time high gold reserves than it ever has in fact in uh, the year 2000 they had like 339 uh tones and i don't know exactly what tones means i don't think it's tons
1: maybe it's a ton i don't know
0: and uh now they're at an all-time in the second quarter of 2020 they had an all-time high of 2299.87 tones um, I need to look up how much a tone is, but they literally are at all I time. Think it's huh? a,
1: I think it's a ton. And that's it getting is. confirmed right now by Amanda in the group. So we'll just say it's a ton. Uh, it she says million, British spelling
0: for ton. A million grams. Oh, so yeah. Yeah,
1: there you go. Yeah, they have... Um, Those freaking British people spell stuff so weird. They
0: have about 2,400 tons of gold now, up from 300 tons 20 years ago. Hmm. So, when you talk about Putin's 20-year plan, which a lot of people are talking about, he doesn't care what the dollar does. He doesn't care if they freeze their assets or whatever. He's got all—he's got gold. Hmm. I've got the gold. Well, maybe that's the plan. I just want you to think about that. Like, okay, isn't this interesting that maybe, maybe he sees this as the opportune time, especially after 2008 and the dollar is collapsing. We're going to increase our gold reserves. Who cares what the dollar goes to? Because... If you know if gold ends up being worth twenty thousand dollars an ounce, well, pff, I've got twenty four hundred tons of it. So huh. go ahead and freeze my assets. I've got the, I've got the hard money here.
1: Um, another thing, this isn't five D chess like that, but like three D chess. You know how important it was when you look at a map for them to take Crimea, not not too long ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at this invasion right here. It's a pretty important spot. You think they took it because they really wanted that or because they really wanted Ukraine? That's probably why a lot of people were a little bit upset about that mm-hmm. when that happened. It's mm-hmm. very, imp- I mean, it's, I need to play a game where you're playing war like this because it does look kind of fun. You know, not in real life. I don't want to do it no, in real life. I don't want people to die. In some kind of game. Are there any good games like that?
0: Risk, is that one? Risk, that's what I was thinking of the other day. Yeah, I don't know what you I were called saying. called it Empire. <laughs> it's Risk.
1: There's probably something called Empire. It's okay a,
0: it's a really risk is a fun game I've played that for hours and hours and never won but it y'all was fun.
1: you think you have problems just listen to the problems that Joy Behar has to deal with right now this I feel bad honestly I've been sitting here feeling bad for people in in Ukraine but when you think about Joy Behar, you think of struggle right here okay joy Done bleep number six what do we got?
0: Estimates are 50,000 Ukrainians mm. will be dead or wounded, yeah. and that this is going to start a humanitarian crisis, a refugee crisis in Europe. We're talking yeah. about 5 million people yeah. that, that are going to be displaced. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's heartbreaking to hear what is going to happen. Yeah. Well, I'm scared of what's going to happen in, in Western Europe, too. Yeah. Huh? You know, you just, you plan a trip. You want to go there? I want to go to Italy for four years. I haven't been able to make it because of of uh, the pandemic. And now this, you know, it's, yeah. it's like, who's going to, what's going to happen there? Yeah. <laughs> I, I understand where she's coming from. <laughs> All right. But I can't believe she said that in that context.
1: Do you think she realized while she
0: was saying it? Probably.
1: Like, oh, crap, I did it again. She's like,
0: oh, shit. Man. I meant to tell my mom this, but uh, I told all of the view.
1: How just severely, like uh, like what uh, Bob McShay just said, how severely out of touch can you be? The <laughs> out-of-touchness of that statement right there is yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. People got real problems, you know? <laughs> like, she was going to go to Italy. She's been wanting to go there for four, for four years. Four years. Hasn't been able to go there.
0: Because of the pandemic and stuff? I
1: went to Italy. She knew two years before the pandemic that she wasn't able to go there. Apparently For four
0: years. She's been trying to go to Italy. Wasn't able to, and who knows what's going to happen.
1: <sighs> These people, and then they sit there and they just act like they've got everyone's best interest. That's all they think about are all the, the plights of the normal individual all the time. Mm-hmm. Just listen to everything they have to say. That's a good one. Oh man. That That's... was, that was dumb. You get the rewind one from my
0: favorite economist. This is where you get most of your news. It is. Or most of your economic news.
1: So that was number six, Joy Behar.
0: This is Robert Reich, the third. He tweets out, we have entered a new cold war between the forces of democracy and authoritarianism. The biggest difference between the old cold war and the new one is that the authoritarianism has now taken over one major political party in the United States the democrat party
1: (laughs) (laughs) never let a good crisis go to waste Mm -hmm. which that's uh that's been true for all sides during this whole thing but oh man the height just they have no limits to anything first off they call trump hitler for four years you know they do that and then of course he's gone but now the right still the super authoritarian party uh and um you you get a country invading another sovereign nation, people dying. And what do you do? Oh, you know what? This is just like the Republican Party in the
0: United States. This mm-hmm. is, This is almost as bad as January 6th. It is. Almost. Man. And what's interesting, see, this is the people like this try to get out ahead of the curve, so to speak, so they can make sure they call you something first to put you on the defensive. And... Uh, it's best to not engage with narcissists like this, yeah, because uh, that's what happens. It was interesting. I was on uh, i was I was having a pretty healthy debate on TikTok, and um I was talking about free markets and and stuff like this, and one guy responded to me and was like, "Oh, just using right wing talking points And I was like, <laughs> uh, hilarious that I'm not right wing. Mm-hmm. And he goes, funny how every conversation I enter, a uh, person who claims to not be right-wing espouses the same talking points. Hmm. I'm just like, you can't just decide that yeah. just because I believe in free markets, that doesn't mean I'm the I'm on the right at all. Just I believe in free markets. It's like,
1: like when I said I grew up in a trailer. That person said I was lying about it.
0: Yeah, there's no way you. It wasn't have. possible. No way you could have.
1: Yeah. He's and like so, you grew up on a farm.
0: This is how. And this is, I mean, this is good manipulation Mm -hmm. is they get out ahead of you. They tell you what you are first so that you have to come from a defensive place. And then that makes you look like the bad guy. so they can gaslight you further. And uh, man, for as, for as mentally health aware, as I believe our culture's becoming, it's impressive how the academics and the, you know, the blue check marks of the world can just, blatantly gaslight people and no one gets called out for it or if you do then obviously you're being defensive and so then now you're the one in the wrong it's just proof that they were right about it exactly Mm -hmm. it's amazing Uh, absolutely amazing okay uh oh uh
1: chank uger said hold my beer robert robert you got a got a hand down there okay let's hold my beer here's what he had to say from the young turks Right-wing doesn't love Putin just because he's an authoritarian, tyrannical leader. They love him because he's a white authoritarian leader. Race has become more important than even nationality. They've turned on democracy and now even America in favor of a
0: white warlord. (laughs) (laughs) Who is supporting Putin? Is there anyone out there supporting Putin? Whatsoever.
1: Well, right now, if you offer the a nuanced conversation about it, similar to what a lot of libertarians are, are offering out there. If you That's have why kind specifically
0: of, yesterday I said I'm not a Putin sympathizer. Mm-hmm,
1: but that means that you are. That's like it's, saying that you're not racist. Yeah. That's a totally pointless yeah. statement. So just to be clear, they love him because he's a white authoritarian leader.
0: Mm-hmm. That could be the only reason.
1: Yeah. Too. They're just a bunch of... Uh, fascist Nazi right-wing authoritarians here that are happy that a white authoritarian leader is uh, attacking Ukraine. They got a Jewish president and this is like the best thing they've ever seen apparently. Mm -hmm. But I haven't really seen that take from anyone. I've seen, okay, let's talk about what Russia is upset about. Let's talk about that. Because if you're going to try and understand anything, let's try and have that conversation. And I think there's definitely nuance in the conversation there's no excuse for going to war and invading someone over over uh over the nato thing in my opinion mm-hmm. i've 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 seen some people go in my opinion a little bit too far with it like oh russia was worried about nato being on more of their borders you know that's what's going on okay it doesn't mean you invade a country uh, that's not, that's not right. what that means. And what's funny is, okay, they're going to take over Ukraine. Guess what happened? NATO is around their borders. Exactly. <laughs> so it's not now like... Now they're even yeah. closer. And now they're even closer to everything. So,
0: well, I can, okay, and I, so I can also see where Ukraine's coming from at this point. Now, keep in mind, in 1994, 1996... Four. 1994, Ukraine had around 2,100 nuclear weapons, like nuclear warheads. And they gave those up. Under the, it was the Budapest memorandum. We totally
1: F them on this deal.
0: The Budapest memorandum, they gave them up and said, okay, we'll give them up if we get protection or whatever. And now they're like, hey guys, it's going to need some protection. And everybody's like, no, 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 you got it. You got it. Just uh, force all the men to stay and fight, which they've done. Um, It's a little weird. It's really sad to Mm -hmm. see some of those videos, but um, uh, men can stay and fight. The women and children, they'll escape or try to evacuate and uh you guys got it yeah you're fine if we if, got your back we, yeah once they blow through y'all we'll be there at yeah you know to make sure they don't go any further but you got it so i understand both sides and really i mean this is coming out of a history of you know uh, western european fighting that's been going on for a long time well, this
1: whole thing goes and, back a long ways yes
0: Goes back be during the Russian.
1: I mean, it's even before COVID. Like it's you're talking like 300 BC.
0: Yeah, <laughs> this goes back to it goes back to the monarch times in Russia <laughs> and uh, all the fighting that's been going on there. So, and and I mean the real reason is Ukraine is full of resources. Mm-hmm. So I got a lot of wheat and, and corn. Russia wants Ukraine back. So okay.
1: These crazy people on here, this is a ridiculous tweet, Charlie, that uh, you can read because I just can't. um, I can't. It's too dumb.
0: Dumb bleep number nine.
1: Dumb bleep number nine. Too dumb for me to read. Can't do it.
0: Okay, I'll do it. This is coming from Good Morning Liberty. Uh, They've got a microphone, not a blue check mark, but a microphone next to them. Uh, Good AM Liberty, there is the thing. They tweeted on February 16th, 2022. Uh, I don't know why, but for some reason, I think the whole Russia-Ukraine thing was blown out of proportion to create the illusion of a win for the Biden administration. That is ridiculous. (laughs) Who thinks that?
1: (laughs) I mean, it sounds so much worse when you read it. It does. (laughs) That's... That's pretty dumb. Have you (laughs) you all ever been wrong about something before? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hey, and I retweeted this and said that this tweet didn't end well or didn't uh, age well. Yeah. So you know what? Just throw it out there.
0: You called yourself out.
1: It's not like I deleted it or anything. No,
0: Costco. I didn't write that tweet. No, it was. That that is the privilege of not writing our tweets.
1: But (laughs) that was Ambien, Nate. Was
0: it at 3.18 p.m.? <laughs> it, I was hoping you weren't going to look at the time.
1: Gosh, dang it. No, it Nate wasn't. took his
0: Ambien at I scheduled 3.18 it. p.m. I scheduled it at
1: night. That's what it was. Yeah. Listen, a lot of libertarians got this wrong. I've heard a lot of people out there saying, hey, you know what? I Even Scott Horton, we said the other day, he was, uh, he was on Dave Smith talking about how wrong he was on this and uh, a lot of other people, which we all basically just follow whatever Scott Horton says. So it's his fault for sure. No, it's not. It's not actually his fault.
0: The uh the the uh US intelligence got this one right. You know, you know what they say a blind cat finds a, a mouse crawling up a tree every now and then.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's exactly how I heard it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right. The uh the numbers are in there. Y'all can vote with your
0: oh dang
1: it, I forgot about the emoji story from we last have, week. We have a tenth one? Uh I don't I don't know if I can. It's it might be too much. Let me it can might it, be too much to handle right now. Can
0: it go into next week?
1: Yeah, we can we can bring it into next week. This is pretty Russia Ukraine specific. Yeah, Thanks. Uh, Amanda gave us that. She's the one who put it. Um she's the one who sent it over and it is an evergreen topic that we can we can mention any okay. anytime we want. So mm-hmm. I will forward it to myself for a second time with the tag dumb in it. But yeah. Yeah, everyone get your, uh, get your votes in. Let's run back through those real number quick.
0: Number one is the uh, inflation is being caused by Ukraine crisis, folks. Uh, number two was uh, Biden, the administration saying that sanctions were supposed to prevent invasion. And then, uh, of course, they're not. Mm-hmm. They were never designed for that. Number three, uh, by Obama calls out Russia for invading a sovereign nation. Which mm. I find interesting. Now, is that the difference because there's boots on the ground versus just dropping bombs from drones? And we have boots wasn't... on the
1: ground in some places, oh. you know. And he continued, though. He didn't start those mm. uh, for all the boots on the ground stuff, but he did continue it. But maybe that is, you know, when it's, a, uh, when it's an did... unmanned drone or unwomaned
0: drone. Pretty sure he started Libya. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean Hillary Clinton did, but it was under his little bit of serious stuff.
1: Did the uh, thing? Did we do anything in Egypt while he was president? Also, am I I I remembering that correctly? Did Mubarak have something to do while Obama was president? Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay, yeah, that too. So, um, I don't really think he has the right. Well, you know, he can do it every once. I don't really think that he has the moral standing of a to be condemning uh, a country. Yeah.
0: He doesn't have a moral leg in his body. Mm -hmm. That's what you're trying to say. Yeah. Number four was the PR drop. um, When the administration releases important things on a Friday during a war. Number five, uh, John Kerry wants Russia to remember climate change (laughs) (laughs) during their invasion. That's a real thing. Don't forget. Now he said this before the, uh, I
1: I believe it was after they had moved into those um, separatist Mm -hmm. regions. But before the full invasion, just to yeah be upfront about that.
0: Number six was Joy Behar, disappointed about not being able to go to Italy <laughs> while people are dying in Ukraine. Oh, that's so good. Number seven was Robert Reich the uh, basically calling the Republicans authoritarians. Number eight was Chank um upping Robert Reich and saying the reason why people on the right love Putin is because he's a white authoritarian leader. And that's what white people really want. Mm-hmm. They want authoritarians to lead. And number as nine, white. number nine was I'm, Nate. I'm sorry. Good morning. Liberty. Uh, Nate <laughs> tweeted uh, something about saying that Russia, Ukraine thing was made up and blown out of proportion. So get your votes in folks while you're voting. And Nate's counting those up. Are uh, we taking mail-ins today? Uh, we, have we the mail-in counter. No, we
1: enacted the new voter suppression law a couple months ago. So Oh, um, you got everybody's ID. No mail-ins. Now your, um, your dad could send the mail-in in because he doesn't have any legs. Gotcha. But uh, everyone else out there, unless you submit
0: for something. You need, a, yeah. you need an exception. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So get your votes in while you're doing that. Please, like Nate said, join our local hangout goodmorningliberty.locals.com. On there, you can find extras, different videos. If we have the space, then you'll be able to see the pre- and post-show. Locals.
1: (laughs) Yeah. The upload space, if we have that. Which is ridiculous. Which we don't refresh for another three days.
0: Locals. Locals Locals.com slash goodmorningliberty. Come hang out with us. Be a part of the vote on Friday. All these new people who just joined can tell you it's way better be mm-hmm. part of the group. We have a lot of fun in here. We constantly communicate with y'all all the time. Uh, that's the best way to have access to us. It's very, very cheap. It'll cost you an ounce of gold here soon. <laughs> but for now, it's only mm. five bucks, which is nothing. So go sign up. Goodmorningliberty.locals.com. Leave us a rating and review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We, the numbers are still growing. We're up. from last month,
1: 23%
0: every month is just exponential growth right Mm -hmm. now. So we appreciate every single one of you. Also, you want to be part of the live group because of Nate fest coming up this summer, which is going to be fun. It's going to be another Liberty hangout that we're doing. We did our first one last year. So this will be the inaugural. Um, No, this will be the, the annual now Mm -hmm. last year was the inaugural. Yeah. Now it's going to be the annual, the second annual Nate fest coming up this summer. Uh, to a Liberty hangout near you. Although it did not have a
1: title last year. So it
0: does this year. Yeah. So Nate Fest 2022. You got to be part of the live group. So, Nate, who wins the dumb bleep?
1: I believe the winner is Joy Behar. That Barely is...
0: beating out Good Morning Liberty.
1: Barely. That is true. Eight to six. And uh, whoever number five was, that was uh, John Kerry, was also tied with Good Morning Liberty for number mm-hmm. two. But Joy Behar is the winner. Very disappointed about this whole Ukraine invasion thing because she's going to have to put off going to Italy. <laughs> Again, that is terrible. And I feel bad. You know, it's good mm-hmm. to be empathetic. And uh, I feel really bad for it. It's, it's got to be really tough out there. So, anyhow, that was definitely dumb. Okay, that was definitely dumb. Okay, well, I reckon that's about all we got for today. This is my third episode already today. So I'm tired. I, I'm, I think I'll go home now.
0: I think, that, I think this wraps it up. It yeah. was a good dumb bleep, a good way to wrap up the week. So y'all share the show with a friend, an enemy. Share it with somebody you love, someone you hate, and share it with the children. And uh, pray for the Ukrainians and this terrible, terrible war. Mm-hmm. if you do all those things we'll be back again on monday hope you have a good weekend and a good morning liberty
1: all men and women created by the go you know the
0: you know the thing